0: Welcome once again to Sweeping the Country. I'm your host, Derek Walker, my co-host, who has the keys to the vault, unlocking all these fantastic celebrities week after week,
1: Mr. Jimmy Carter. Hey, Jimmy. You know, I'm here this week with a uh, guy that I think is very underrated, underappreciated, Mm -hmm. uh, has been just a great act leading man for sure in the 80s and 90s. He's been in so many movies. He was even Elvis Presley back in 1979 what? and was nominated for an Emmy as a lead actor in a miniseries. What? He was a very good Elvis uh, back there before we had the great Elvis, which was Austin Butler yeah, most no recently. But no Kurt was great. And then you remember him from the early Disney films like the Computer War tennis shoes. Yes, yes. All this other stuff. He was in Escape from New York and Escape from LA, which. That was those were big. Yeah, they uh, were genre films. Um Tombstone is the greatest though. Oh man. Uh, I love that movie. I've I seen it a thousand times. That. I really have. I must have seen it thirty times.
0: You know, we just did love it. We just did a week or two ago um Costner, didn't we do Kevin Costner? And I thought about yeah, that other did. movie that he did was just like that movie, but it wasn't quite as
1: good. He did uh, I think it, his was called Wyatt Earp, maybe. Yeah,
0: that's right, yeah.
1: And then this one was called Tombstone. Unfortunately, they came out at the same time. Yeah, Costner's uh, was kind of one of those epic, long things. Yeah, this was one that was more. Well, they had stars in that one too. It was just a better film. I agree. Uh, I Tombstone agree. Tombstone was just a better movie. I had, you know, forgotten. with uh, Val Kilmer. Yeah. As it was in it. No, he was, I got a daisy if you do. I remember all that. Oh, yeah. And then you had uh, the two brothers who were in there. And one of the brothers was Sam Elliott. Oh, yeah. Great oh, actor. My God, my this is a great film. Yeah. And uh, great music, great score, mm-hmm. great everything. great. Let's get started with this. I've been talking to Kurt Russell for a lot of years, and we always have a lot of fun. So let's just get going.
2: How do you know they'll be back? Because they're soldiers like me.
1: Kurt is 47. He smokes. eats red meat is a diehard libertarian who loves to hunt. A rarity in Hollywood. Kurt's also a veteran actor with over 30 years in front of the camera.
2: What are you doing with that gun? We know who you really are, Mr. Stoddard. Yeah. Just come forward. Real slow. Real slow.
0: Yeah, come on. Slow. Real slow. Up,
1: up. This is a young Kurt Russell in an episode of the hit 60s show, The Fugitive. It's something he barely remembers even doing. I found this last night. Oh, hey, cool. Kurt Russell (laughs) plays a nephew who tries to capture Richard Kimball in The Fugitive. What do they do? Make a movie here or something? No, that? it's uh, they have releasing all the television shows. Oh, that's very good. Uh, on videotape, and so there you are with a mail order <laughs> rifle that you got. How stupid you were to try to capture Richard Kimball!
2: I think this was directed by Dick Donner. Is that oh, right? Oh, really? Yeah, it doesn't. I guess we we'll have to get. My dad is also in this one. I think I was about ten or twelve. right? Wow! Know, now you were working pretty regular back then, weren't you? Uh, oh, I don't get the key. No.
1: <laughs> Actually, if you wanted, you can get. No, no. That's, do you have that's the, okay. Do you keep that? That's test? okay. You, do you keep. Have any you This
2: is one of the ten they made, so. you um i'm sorry go ahead do you
1: remember um, doing these very well
2: that no, kind of no a, honestly i don't i don't? i remember pieces i remember moments um when i'm always uh, amazed uh, this is this is my 30 i started in 61 so this is my 30, what, eight, eighth year of it um i've worked with people that i didn't know i worked with <laughs> that's that's kind of the weird part is to is to is to find that is to you know, I, I see to something a, and i can go, talk to, I to I a lot
1: with. of musicians and i'm shocked that they don't have their records a lot of 60s artists yeah. 70 they don't have any of their records they were doing them, movies
2: but you don't have any of your movies that's not true i have some i mean some, that, that, that like about seven or eight years ago they started giving things out for the academy or i don't know mm-hmm. i'm not an academy member but goldie is so there may be a few of those hanging around but it's not a part of your life it's you know we do them it's an interesting thing that because we have we are the only ones when people who make the movie are the only ones who have the experience of living it in its uh, 3D world, mm-hmm. you know, the the, the, when the the time that you make the movie uh, is the only time that's in 3D because after that, it's on a piece of celluloid that's about mm-hmm. that wide, and it doesn't exist anywhere. That 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 movie, Soldier, doesn't really exist, right? But it did exist to those of us who made it.
1: Making the Soldier movie was hard work and at times even bone breaking. Kurt likes to do his stunts. His bones
2: aren't as crazy about them. I actually I broke my left ankle and then I. Then I tore my... Uh, Have you ever done that before or anything there. like that? Well, actually, I, in ba- when I was playing baseball, I broke my left ankle three times, so it was <laughs> kind of prone to that. Um, my my right foot just was an accident on the set that just was sort of a you know, mistake on a few people's part, especially my own. And um, that's what happens sometimes. Uh, unfortunately, you, you know, you can't cover yourself every time or you're not sharp enough to or, I don't know, you fall asleep or you get a little lazy or you get lackadaisical. And... When you doing movies like this, that that's that's it that can be dangerous, and and most of all, it can be harmful to the to the to the project because if you can't shoot, absolutely, you know, you're, you're, you're wiped, a lot of money. Yeah, you know, so you don't. So, we were fortunate in that. Um, Glued you back together. We, yeah, I was able to just keep on going.
0: You know, Jimmy, I remember him as a child actor just watching every Disney movie. We talked about the computer who wore tennis shoes. And then fast forward, I had forgotten about the Fire movie that was so huge. Yeah, I backdrop. think yes. was it that Backtrack. Ron Howard directed that?
1: Yes, it was. Oh, my That was my an excellent God, movie about an arsonist, I think. Uh, yeah, great oh, movie. Oh, my God. Kiefer Sutherland's daddy. Donald Sutherland yes. was the arsonist yeah. in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, of course, he was Snake in Escape from New York. That was the character's. Name I couldn't remember, but uh, I talk about him in this next interview we I was always kidding him about you know being a child actor, and he has the greatest laugh. Uh, this is your hundred and fiftieth year of doing this, I think, according to the <laughs> schedule here. What do you do to uh, put the fertilizer on the product to grow it every year? I mean, what do you do how do you you know you keep pushing yourself? how do you do that? It's
2: a really good question. um I think that at uh, this stage of the game really it's been 45 years. You know, At this stage of the game I have to admit to the fact that I was born to to enjoy um, certain things and one of them is human beings. I, I love I love human beings in and in, in situations. I love telling stories. I, I mean I love being a part of that. <coughs> I love uh, playing characters. Those two things. Uh, I just a stunted growth, whatever you want to call it. I, I have it in spades. I love it. Don't get tired of it. Um, and I look forward to Different stories and different aspects of, of human behavior. This one to me had the real opportunity to, to see human behavior in, ex- in in an extreme situation. But
1: on day number 40, <clears throat> it's
2: tough. Of being wet go and on. being
1: stinky and yeah. being dirty. And, just, and uh, I mean, did you go, whoops? <laughs> no, I you I mean, because you know, you've been down the road before. I even this makes Backdraft look like a party movie.
2: Yeah, I mean, you just hang in there. That's it. You just, you, you, you look, well, in that regard, you hang in there. But the truth of the matter is, is you look forward to it, I mean, you look forward. Did you to really
1: every day? I mean, you seemed a little crabby on one of these <laughs> things we were doing, and I was look. I could tell maybe on the Sunday you weren't that thrilled about having to go get wet on Monday morning.
2: Um, you yeah on Sunday. That's exactly <laughs> right. You don't, you, on Monday, on Sunday, you don't, you don't you don't like the idea of going yeah. back into that situation on Monday. But when you're there, and once you get into yeah, it, there. now. You, uh, it's almost like, uh, I remember I was playing with Jim B- Jim Bouton and I were playing uh, in, a, in a Class A uh, championship game. And this here's a guy who had been in four World Series or mm-hmm. something, you know. And he was so excited, he turned to me and he said, is there any place else you'd rather be? Mm-hmm. And I said, no. And I, I know that when I'm working. Um, on a set, it can be as horrible as it can possibly. when you turn around and look at somebody I get, I get that feeling which is, is there any place else you'd rather be? Is there anything else you'd rather be doing and the answer is absolutely not.
1: But you're a pro. Wolfgang told me again today that you're a pro and you have a great reputation for doing that and that's in your honor that you are. But who were your, you know, when you were like in the 60s doing this, I mean, was it, there were Jack Lemon, I was trying to think of all the people who were out there, Eastwood, you know, who were the big deals of the day. Who kind of did you look at and say, that's a cool guy, I'm going to be more like that?
2: I didn't. Um, honestly, I didn't at that time, and even as I was growing up, I never did that. I just didn't, that didn't strike me that way. I've always had people that I looked at and appreciated them for their mm-hmm. talent or thought that they had a, an ability that I thought was really great to watch.
1: Or a work ethic that you thought no. was good? No. I didn't
2: ever know about work ethic. I never, I just, that was, that was an assumption. That was given mm. to me by my dad. My dad said early on, when I was nine years old, when I went got my first job, my dad said, you're doing a man's job now, now you're, you're, you're doing, you get earning a man's salary, so do a do man's, man's job. job. Show up, be ready to work. Go. That's the way it is. And I figured, I just said, okay, that was that. That was, the other piece of advice wasn't a piece of advice. That's the way it is. And that is the way it is. So, I never, you know, I've seen people who had a horrible work ethic where I go, you've got to be kidding me, you know, this is, you know, but um, no, I, I didn't look at people and say, oh, I want to be that guy or I want to be like him. I, I, I just didn't, in the acting world, that never happened to me.
1: Well, I guess after you work with the king is one of your first things, you, <laughs> you know, there's nowhere to go after you've been with the king. I still met him twice and I couldn't talk both times.
2: He uh, he was he made a big impression on me. Uh, I, was, oh, I was 10 Luke, years yeah. old, you know, oh, yeah. and he was just this, he was, a, but he was, a, he, he spoke differently, he looked different, he was fun, he had a great attitude. <laughs> um, I didn't know who Elvis Presley was before I started working with him, but when I was working with him, I could, I, later on in life, I could remember, back, remember that, think back on that and say, sure, of course that guy was a massive star. He, yeah. he was extremely different and unique. I
0: had forgotten, you know, as I sit there and I listen to you talk to him about all the movies he's done. I forgot he was in hateful 8. So he's done some westerns over the time and he's very good I'd at those. I've forgotten
1: about that. Yeah. Just, I mean his resume is crazy. It
0: is crazy. It's Jimmy, just
1: really crazy how, how you know, of he... all these different movies and all those TV shows when he was like a teenager. Yeah. He was doing all the you know the like we talked about the Fugitive the Virginian yeah. uh, all these different Lost movies. in
0: Space then, he did that.
1: You know, he did he did them all and he doesn't remember any of them.
0: That's fascinating. I want to know or how he you... really
1: almost cuz he just went in there and did if he had a little bit more than a few lines in The Fugitive? Yeah, he said he remembers a little bit of that.
0: How does he go? And, uh, how does he go from child actor? Because so many of the child actors, I'm just thinking of guys like Macaulay Culkin who disappear, yeah. right? But Kurt Russell didn't. He he transitioned right on through the years. It's well, crazy. His
1: Dad did like Ron Howard and gave him a real big work ethic. You know, mm-hmm. Ron Howard's dad was in the television show stuff and all that later. Yeah, and Bing Russell, B I N G, Bing Russell was a baseball player who became an actor who was in hundreds of television shows and never in leading roles. Never knew that. Uh, a piece of trivia about Kurt Russell. In 1966, the last thing that Walt Disney wrote on a piece of paper was the name Kurt Russell. Really?
0: I wonder why. Does anyone? Is that
1: know? a piece of... I, no, I don't think anybody knows. I mean, he was a... You know, he was in a lot of Disney movies and in the Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color. Yeah. Uh, he was in a, in a number of those those shows. But I guess Walt was getting ready to ask him to do something else. So I wonder wow. if
0: I wonder if he, you know, either that or I wonder if he was just writing down meaningful people, you know, that he thought put him on the map because Kurt Russell was in a ton of Disney movies.
1: He was. Yeah. And you know, he's, we didn't talk about this, but Goldie Hawn. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know that they ever got married. I think they've just been living together. They, they did. As far as I
0: know, they never did. And they even acted yeah. leading roles together and did a great job. You said the movie, and I can't remember it. Um, Overboard. Overboard. Yeah, great comedy. I mean, it really was good.
1: But, you know, Kurt was in a movie that was really good with Dakota Fanning called Dreamer. I saw this movie two days after Katrina hit, and I was really worn out from having to see all those images. Went to this movie, left, and called him and said, "Man, I'm so glad I went to see this movie tonight, because it's just one of those movies that yeah. lifts you up. It is. And I don't know if you if you know you can't watch it like a regular person, but let me tell you, it does. It lifts you up.
2: I, I know this much that in, of all the movies I've done and have been in, um, I enjoyed this movie the most. I, hmm. I like this one the best. Um, I'm that I've ever been in. Uh, I've just never been in a better
1: movie. Is this little girl, uh, I, I don't woman, Dakota Fanning? I've interviewed her probably ten times, and I just I'm amazed every time I spend time with her.
2: Yeah, she's a great person. She's a she's a terrific person with a tr- tremendous ability to recreate it. Re- she's free in the sandbox. She 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 plays. She goes back and forth. She has a great time. You know, by that I mean she has this great ability to act with you, uh, you know, and have a freedom she does it the right way, you know, I don't know what else to say, except that that's the way to do it. You know, it's like well, that, you are a what child actor. You know?
1: I mean, you know what it's like to be in her shoes, and uh, I mean, this, and you've worked with every actress in Hollywood. Isn't she one of the best?
2: I mean, really, to give you a scene? Oh, clearly she's one of the best. She's pro- my my only, my, I don't know anybody better. I, 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 she's clearly one of the best. I, I'd be hard pressed to say she's not the best. I mean, she happens to be very young, you know, I remember, I remember going about it the same way, which was, well, we laughed and talked about this so from a very early age. We'd say, "Why, you know, why would anybody behave that way? Why would they write that? Or why would a director want you to do it that way? <laughs> and that's the difficulty of being that good. Um, she needs it, always needs, uh, you know, a, a leader uh, on the boat who's going to, you know, head the ship in the right mm-hmm. direction. But basically, uh, her abilities are, are, tremendous. And as a director, you just uh, basically get out of the way. Um, but she's this great person. I mean, that's, that's overall what, what makes her a great actress. You know, her mother and father are wonderful parents. Her sister's a terrific girl and the great family. And the reason she's able to do what she's able to do is largely, obviously, responsible in that for, for, because of that. She's, she's got perceptions that are, are correct. They're not, they're not incorrect. They're not, like, laced with junk, uh, and they won't be. Uh, I mean, I think
1: 40 years from now, she's going to be President of the United States. I'm telling you. I don't know if we'll be around if to see Dakota, it'll, it'll,
2: be, it'll be interesting to see what Dakota is interested in doing, because Dakota's, you know, very smart. Oh, she paints, she, she does everything. Yeah, she's got an open life. However long acting remains interesting to her, um, we're the better off for it in terms of being entertained. But, mm, I don't know how long that'll last with her. It may, it may not last. In, in, my, in my case, I, I feel like it was a rest of development. I remain fascinated by people and playing them and telling stories. Nobody knows how long it's going to last in anybody. I hope it lasts a long time in her because she's going to give us great, you know, great mm-hmm. things to watch. And above
1: and beyond anything, this is not about horses. I mean, nothing wrong with that if it was. This really is a relationship love story between Father, dad daughter. daughter and grandfather Yeah, that, that triangle yeah. is very important
2: yeah it was the original draw for me of course was that screenplay which was a generational story mm-hmm. it was I like it's that. Kentucky horse people and it is deep and uh... you can understand why he would not want her to be
1: mm-hmm.
2: in that business. You just like
1: now I wanted to be somebody, to be an actress. I'm not sure I wanted my daughter to do that, but you yeah. see little Dakotas, and yeah. you say, "Golly, you know, if everybody could be a Dakota Fanning, everybody sure. ought to get into Hollywood." Sure. Which I wouldn't recommend them doing. Well, because you're one of the few people that's almost normal that I ever talked to. Really, I mean, you're you know, you've <laughs> survived this.
2: She, uh, you know, she's going to see a lot of things and hear a lot of things. It won't make any difference. Won't make any difference. No. Good to see you again. Stay
1: dry. Okay. He's just one of the great guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, he is a libertarian. Mm -hmm. He'll be the first, but he's not really into being, you know, one or the other of anything. But he used to, you know, used to go take people out hunting and doing things that are not politically correct. One of the movies we're talking about there, about how it was cold and uncomfortable and going to work, that was the movie Poseidon. It was a remake of the Poseidon adventure.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember those. So, yeah. 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 That's
1: yeah. Movie, we're talking about a lot of movies that we didn't, uh, you know, talk about. But I mean, he was the narrator in the film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, I don't my gosh. Necessarily we knew that. Yeah. But these TV shows make me laugh. I mean, Daniel Boone, the FBI, Right, he was in all of them. Boston <laughs> right. Space. Space. Yes. Then came Bronson, Love American Style. Ooh, he I was forgot playing about something that. called Love and the First-Nighters. I don't know, Room 220, Harry O, an episode, Hawaii Five-O. Oh, my gosh. And he was in every everything. Every show on everything television. High Chaparral, I hadn't even heard that name. Oh,
0: boy, I remember so that. Long. I remember but that anyway,
1: one. one of my favorite people, uh, I don't know if he's working anymore, uh, i'm trying to look can't. at the last I mean, film he did he's 72 so he's not that old oh but i don't remember the last thing i really saw him at well i see he was here in something called f9 yeah and i guess that's fast and furious he's in all of them he was Mr. in nobody
0: yeah they call him. he he played that uh role in furious 7 too so yeah that was in 2021 so he's still no, going at it
1: he looks good he, he can if he wants to but i mean the guy's got to have more money than he's got time they live well, mostly in colorado i think yeah and uh And, and, oh, it says in 2003, they moved to Vancouver so their son could play hockey. And I don't think I knew that. I knew they lived in Colorado for a long time. They lived in Snowmass Village, Colorado, but they've been, I saw Goldie Hawn eating at some restaurant outdoors in New York. So I think these people, you know, move around.
0: Yeah, wherever they want. And you said something about him having plenty of money and not having to do this anymore. He's also not married, but been together with Goldie forever. She hasn't done too poorly either.
1: No, she's you know she's had her she she's uh, definitely had you know so many great films and yeah and they're they're apparently you know been a great couple yeah all this time yeah but, why uh, why wreck a good definitely thing. a cool guy definitely a cool guy yes sir uh, loved it my favorite one of my favorites anyway Kurt Russell yeah
0: yeah well you gotta love him because he's been in everything you've seen you know I mean that's just me growing up and thinking about that and Jimmy every single week you bring these. Uh, these people to the table, these artists, I'm going to call them artists, actors, actresses, whatever you want to call them. They are artists. Yeah, they they're are, they are and, and they are. All these interviews that you have done, they're, these people are so great at their craft, but it's so nice to peel back the skin just a little bit and get a glimpse at what they're like as a, as a human being, not playing a role, but just being themselves. So thank you for that. I'm Derek Walker. He is? I'm Jimmy Carter. Good day.
1: Good day.